Sunday. I haven't even done any study exams. It's damn near eight o'clock. I'll probably do one later tonight, but um, I, I really needed a, a rest day. Ordered some of my favorite food, got one of my favorite drinks. But y'all, remember, I guess the theme for the past couple of weeks is like, when people show you who they are, believe them. And I'ma just say it, right? Um, this Destiny guy, I, I feel like he's a broken clock in that he can be right, you know, <coughs> excuse me, twice a day. But if you really listen to the rest of the stuff he says, he's a typical XY on total bro code. Um, I just wanted to see, like, to hear other people's insight on the Steve Crowder um, argument with his wife. And um, so this guy's stuff came up because I guess he has a, a substantial amount of viewers. Um, and that's why he, he came up early on the... Uh, on the search engine, but I'm at the six minute and 24 second mark. And if you want an example of bro code, like listen to this, I'm gonna play, let me turn the volume up. Hold on. We don't have any, we have no context, but she's eight months pregnant, who cares? What does that have to do with anything? We need to have pretext before we have context. It's COVID times, so he was working from home. Yeah, I have no idea. I just, I need more. And mind you, before this, he was like, maybe she's a lazy slob, sir. Yeah, I just, I, I need more, um, I, I, I need more context, I guess. But he doesn't mention anything like that. Neither of them mention anything. We have no idea. Would you expect your wife to walk the dogs and do housework that pregnant? Rachel worked up until like, I think three days before she gave birth. No. Is he married, y'all? Is Destiny married? Is Rachel his wife? Yeah, I, I actually thought I had gone further back, but I, I guess I didn't go far back enough. So I'm going to go back a little bit and then I'm, I'm probably just going to listen to the rest of the, the commentary with you. No. Listen, is Destiny saying that he basically pimped out the mother of his child three days up until she had her children yo wait 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 let me try to go back like 10 seconds and then i'm gonna go further back because i wanted you to hear what prompted me to come on here and start recording hold on you think we have no idea would you expect your wife to walk the dogs and do housework that pregnant rachel worked up until like i think three days before she gave birth no. there were two other women um fuck one i don't remember their names but they also oh okay so maybe rachel is not his wife let me try to go back to maybe like this five minute and 30 second mark just to make sure i i got the part i wanted you to hear hold on he's trying to lock on the house etc like that those could all be things for sure um However, uh, it could also be the case that she's like an ultra super lazy f that does nothing around the house ever and he's getting tired of it. That could be the case too. Uh, and I mean, she's, she's eight and a half months pregnant. So, I mean, if he expects her to keep up the same level of backbreaking inducing labor 
that she was before she became pregnant with twins nonetheless and if you don't know anything about twins they're very high risk they're very high risk especially like when you're around the six month mark you're very um amenable i guess like it, it's easier for you to have premature labor oh. um, i have no idea it's um, I mean, like, you, we, we can sit here and jerk off about how evil and horrible somebody is, but, like, I, like, I hate, um, I hate trying to evaluate, like, relationship status from a fight. That's because he doesn't want to concede that this Crowder guy ain't ish. He's definitely totally on bro code. He's acting like a child? You don't know that? You have no idea, though. You don't know. Like... Did you not hear him whining about, I need to go see my mommy. I need to go see my daddy. What if, what if I can't, what if you take the car and I can't call anybody? Did you not, did he, you didn't hear that part? Come on, Destiny. Like, what if it is, theoretically, it could be the case. It could be the case that he just got home and, and is chilling after recording like a second or third episode from the day and found out that like everything in the house is in disarray or f and maybe they've got and okay because if you're listening to what he's saying is that he expects her to slave away at home it's kind of like i work at work out you know at the at bring home the bacon and you're supposed to do the backbreaking labor at the house like, he doesn't see that he has responsibilities at the house, too. This is why, you know, I just... <sighs> that That's basically what he's saying. I want to go back 10 seconds so you can hear it directly from his mouth. Don't be mad at me. Because I was listening to another content creator, and she was talking about something that this guy said. And people are going off on her like she's the one who, like, got in her car, drove to this, um, to this celebrity's house, and put a gun to his head and was like... I need you to release this statement to the press. Nah, she just reported on it. And now that the circumstance came back up, it's like, this is what he said. And now they're big mad at her. So I had to drink my hibiscus um, drink. Hold on. What if it is theoretically, it could be the case. It could be the case that he just got home and, and is chilling after recording like a second or third episode from the day and found out that like everything in the house is in disarray or f and maybe they've got a maid and she's got like two responsibilities and she hasn't even done that. It could and what's wild is, um, and, and you know what, I'm, I am going to do a follow up podcast. I know that there's some po follow up stuff I need to say about some of the, the stuff I've been posting up. Um, but the one I did yesterday where I was agreeing with with what i've learned that men for the most part okay are incapable of showing love and or having empathy and it's not even so much to do with their conditioning i'm not saying it's not a factor but when you see how their brains are different from a woman's and even what testosterone does to the body and and to how it affects their thought process does this sound like someone that's empathetic to you? Because I will, I will tell you this before I elaborate, you know, probably next week after I take my test and whatever, but I feel like, um, it is so true when you start to understand like the biology of how they are, it really explains I really do feel like a lot of us women were sold this fairy tale like, oh, he's going to be a Prince Charming and he's going to be like, 
you know, so loving with my children and he's going to, you know, love and cherish me and take care of me and, you know, love on me and see me as an as a as a counterpart as a human being with nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. It's like we don't care if you're giving birth to the children. We don't care that you could be tired. We don't care that you can have, you know, premature labor. Your job your job, okay? I married you to be a maid, dog nebbit. You's gonna be a maid, okay? When I come home, I want the baseboards clean, the ceiling, the ceiling fan top of top of the ceiling fan, you know, dust free. I want the cabinets cleaned. I want new liner in the cabinets. I want the liner out of the out of the dryer, you know, cleared out like the lint. It's like it's very it doesn't it's not it does not sound appealing to me and and like i said in my last podcast in case i didn't maybe say in the last podcast what this is giving it's it's giving he had a terrible day at work and instead of him you know going to his boss and having a discussion about what happened with his boss or you know, whatever happened with some partnership that he has, he'd rather come home and take it out on his pregnant wife. Like at this point, he's damn near close of just kicking the dog, you know? Could be the case, right? Um, it could also be the case that he's just like walking around the house and he's lazy and does nothing. He thinks that since she has a job, he can boss her around all day to do whatever he wants. That could be the case too. But we just don't know. We don't, we don't have any, we have no context. But she's eight months pregnant. Who the f- cares? What does that have to do with anything? This is so funny. There's that's that we need pretext. No. I heard what I heard. I saw what I what I what I saw. It's like there is no white splaining or XY splaining what it is that you're seeing here. And I feel like this is a tactic that a lot of XYs use. And a lot of us fall for the okie doke. Not today, not on my watch, not in 2023. No sir, no ma'am, no pork, no ham. It's COVID times, so he was working from home. Yeah, I have no idea. I just, I need more. Yeah, I just, I, I need more, um, I, I, I need more context, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know some people like this Destiny guy, but I think he ain't ish either. I'm just basically saying. <laughs> Let me keep going. But he doesn't mention anything like that. Neither of them mention anything. We have no idea. Would you expect your wife to walk the dogs and do housework that pregnant? Rachel worked up until like, I think three days before she gave birth. There were two other women. Um, Who the hell is Rachel? And I mean, is that something you're supposed to be proud of? I'm telling y'all, like I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm joking about this. I am, but, and I, I've joked about like, if I was as misfortunate to come back as an XY in my next life, I really feel like I'd be clowning a lot of these guys for real. I would be so disrespectful. I don't know why a lot more men don't really drag these men for filth for everything. But, um, I joke about how like in my, this is completely just joking, right? In my previous life, I probably was a Casanova. I think women are pretty. I think they're beautiful. I love that they have muse energy. They can inspire you to be greater things so much more to your life. They really add a depth and a warmth to your life, 
right? It's a man's world, but it's so much better with the woman in it, right? And I feel like maybe the Casanova part of me was like, I'm going from woman to woman to woman, not really understanding how it how it can affect each person and the importance of commitment. So this go round, I got to experience the full heartbreak of being cheated on, you know, hyper- and so I... I think that if I were to come back as an XY in the next life, oh my gosh, there is no way I would ever think like a, a, you know, Crimson Cure is more masculine than me. Not never, no. I would never, I would never say that a woman wearing a, a hat or pants makes her masculine. I would never, okay, compare myself to a woman's body frame and be like, you and me are the same. We're, we're totally the same. Like, that makes you masculine. Uh, I would be so embarrassed. I would be so embarrassed. And then it's like, to me, it's like, you're, you're going to put stuff in your mom's name. Like, that's stuff little boys do. Like, what? If you're 18, one of the first things you want to do is go out and get things on your own. Like, you're still going to be hiding behind your mom's skirt. Nah, listen, I'm telling you, I would be a terror on XYs. I don't care. I would be clowning these guys so bad. And so then I say all this to say because this Destiny's guy is talking about, apparently, I don't know if Rachel is his wife. Um... I could try to research it or whatnot, but um, but he's trying to make it seem like that. Listen, that stuff that you say with your inside voice, like you don't let people know you've been out here pimping your wife and having her work damn near foot barefoot and pregnant pregnant you're still sending her to work with the for the 50 50 when she's pregnant yo no you you should be embarrassed that is not cool i could never oh my god can you imagine if i had the audacity to come back in the next life as an xy and I find a woman that I want to marry and settle down with the rest for the rest of my life that supposedly is supposed to be the love of my life. Because, you know, if I have that testosterone coursing through my, my veins, probably there's going to be some illogic, logical factor there. Listen, if I couldn't pay my mortgage and, you know, car for the both of us and everything else that they're going to need and my wife had to go work part-time full-time to help put food on the table do you think i would even listen for those nine months i wouldn't me and my wife would be staying at home like we wouldn't be going to church we wouldn't be going to family functions because one thing i don't need is for people to be out here looking at me like i'm a less of a man because i'm depending on my pregnant wife who worked three days before she had labor because i can't carry my own load i make more than a woman i probably have more time working in my career as a woman i'm probably going to be older than her so i should be further advanced in my career and i'm gonna send my my pregnant wife who's younger than me out to nah y'all like uh, there needs to be some level of embarrassment at some point. I just, there's, 
But listen, like one of these content creators say, where there's no pride, there's no shame. That's, that's what this is giving. This is not something to be proud about. One, I don't remember their names, but they also worked like a few days up until they gave birth. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably normal, I think. I know that a lot of people think that like pregnant women can't do anything and they basically spend the last two months like bedridden, unable to move, but that's not true. Or at least in my life, every pregnant woman- And it's not even so much as bedridden, but even when you look at how, how your body is physiologically from going to work, why would you want to add that extra stress on your wife? Like, I mean, fine, if you want to mule her until she's six months pregnant, by all means, knock yourself the fuck out, right? But at least in those formative... Because t- whatever happens to your wife happens to the, to, the, to the child. I don't know. This is like an empathy, right? Because then now they're making it seem... This, is, this goes back to men comparing themselves to women. These peen wielders are like, you have two legs, I have two legs. You have nipples, I have nipples. Your shoulders are the same like mine. We both don't have muscle mass. Heck, my voice is lower, higher than yours. So I don't understand why I have to go to work and just because, just because you're pregnant with my child doesn't mean that you get to lay around the house. Woman I've known is fucking boss that shit right up to fucking delivery, basically. Um, typically, they, they work, they do things, or whatever. They might be a little you bit more irritable. No fault of um, the U.S. provides a It might be society. that they're, yes. Um, it might be that their feet get sore, or their ankles can get swollen, or they could definitely be moody or hormonal. Like, those examine too. But it's not like a woman in, like, the last month of pregnancy is, like, uh, some bedridden fucking worthless. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not a doctor. But I'm going to tell you, if you start to swell up, okay, if you need have to start to have mood, mood, um, be moody and be irritable, if you start to, you know, have aches and pains, your body's trying to tell you something. And this, this really speaks to the mindset of an XY2. This is part of the reason they're not going to the hospital to check why their peewee is hurting or why it's spewing out white stuff instead of like clear what you know clear liquid the way that it's used supposed to um they're not checking for like back pain which could be an indicator of kidney failure they're not paying attention to you know symptoms of of diabetes or anything so that's why they say when if if this person is incapable of caring about their wealth they're sure as hell not going to care about your wealth especially when it gets on later in life so he's like yeah I'm going to go back 10 seconds. So you hear his words. Don't come at me, bruh. Don't be mad at me. I didn't, you know, like I said, I don't know this Destiny guy other than a couple times I've heard him. So trust me, I have not driven to wherever this man lives, pulled up to his house and put a gun to his head. And I'm behind the screen, like telling him to say this. These are his words out of his mouth. Like, let me go back and shit right up to fucking delivery basically um typically they, they work they do things or whatever they might be a little bit more irritable no fault of um, the US provides it might be that they yes um it might be that their feet get sore or their ankles can get swollen or they could definitely be moody or hormonal like those examine too but it's- that those those can be signs of like high blood pressure those could be signs of pre eclampsia which are very detrimental. A woman can die from those symptoms. For him to undermine that is just... It's not like a woman. But, and so what he's wanting her to do is to quote unquote man up, 
right? I'm a man. I'm tough. That's why he used the words like boss up, you know? Now, if you... Listen, my thing is, my concern, even like when I did the last podcast where I was saying to drag the Crowder guy by the cojones, I know some of y'all probably were like, oh, not out XYs. I love my man. My man would never, my this, that, and the third. Listen, I thought about that after I recorded it. And the same thing I, I felt there at the heart of it. And what I'm saying now is, are you going to have women out there that, you know, like they're content creators or they can work remotely from home and they have a flexible schedule and they love what they do and if they need to self-regulate and back off a little bit and have assistance to kind of navigate through stuff by all means right but I my concern is the woman that's going to get taken advantage of right the woman that literally has like if she don't bring home half the paycheck this man cannot pay the bills you know what I'm saying? And so her taking a day off because she's showing signs of preeclampsia, you know, um, or, you know, um, like I, I, several of my, um, like my cousins and my friends, when they got pregnant, they were throwing up like to the point that they lost so much weight while they were pregnant in several instances that I know of. And that's not something that you can control like they didn't plan to say like oh i'm pregnant like yeah they had stuff to do some of them were in school and like the last month of pregnancy is like uh, some bedridden worthless can't do anything right there's just like some extra shit that you have she's just about to give birth and he's equating it to just being at least uh, a worthless piece of shit like to do and also you should also generally be um you should generally be nicer and more patient with pregnant women, of course, but... It's time for me to get set up for therapy. No respect for life, yo. No respect for life givers. Because I bet you... Let me skip this ad. Destiny, you'd be received much better if you just articulate all that you said and then say something. However, just in this clip, it seems pretty fucked. Chat wouldn't get so full. Retar- no, I'm not going to say however, just in this clip. I don't know. I would never, ever, 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 ever judge a relationship... There are so many fights I've had for my relationships where you could make either me or my partner look insane. And I, listen, we'll go back five more seconds. I believe him. Because this is kind of making him think back to some of the stuff he's probably put his partner through. And he's pimped his wife out until three days before she had to have her child. And he's probably said some nasty, narky things guarantee you i mean you you even heard it here you've even heard him the underlying thought process behind how he views men and women and you know people who bring life into the world there are so many fights i've had for my relationships where you could make either me or my partner look insane if you're just gonna clip like three minutes out of one fight we've had like i can find tons of insane shit um no i think i would never I don't think I would ever judge a relationship based on like a two or three minute recorded fight that's being like, I need way Listen, you don't even need three minutes. I'm telling you, when I talk about, um, I thought he was going to Zach Stacy her. That clip was only what, like 30 seconds of him throwing her into the TV. If you tell me you can't make a determination of him throwing a woman into a TV like she was a rag doll in front of their five month old son, if you're going to tell me that's not enough 
they, you know how many people have con- been convicted on far less from surveillance cameras, from video cameras? I mean, it doesn't even take that long to show somebody shooting or killing someone or stabbing someone with far less, you know, surveillance time. So, <laughs> come on now. Need more background. Wanted her to give their dog some medication she thought might be toxic to her and the baby. Okay, but like... (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He sounds like... He sounds like me when I was um, 19. Because my mom... My mom had to correct me on this when I was... um, Right in high school. Like, I want to say sophomore. It was definitely sophomore, junior year. It was right before I graduated. But I used... it's, It's totally a Cali girl thing. Like... We use the word like all the time and we put it, we interject the word like into everything. Like, oh my goodness, let me like tell you because like, girl, like, like, like. So it's so funny to hear him. He's been doing it several times and it made me kind of laugh a little bit, but this last one kind of took me out. (laughs) Like, it's so funny. Like, listen to this. Okay, but like. Like. There's that statement in and of itself could mean like 30 things, right? Like, like totally. I mean, literally. Like, is it so toxic that like if she touches it, the baby's going to die? Is that true? I doubt it. Or is it a medication that like if handled in copious amounts might lead to some birth, blah, 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 right? That's why like, can she wear gloves? But again, I don't know. It might be an unreasonable ask from him. Um, I can't. Oh my word. I'm telling you, he's on bro code. I'm just going to let this finish playing out. And I was, I'm just, dude, I'm getting oh god i mean let's really think about this right it's a medication for dogs there's science surrounding this so if studies show that it can be harmful to women there's scientific data to suggest that this could terminate your wife's you know life and or the birth of her children this is not something that's being pulled out of somebody's ass or just a presumption like this is there's a scientific reason why they're saying this destiny like what part of this are you like totally like literally not getting like i don't understand okay so you're gonna like tell me that you're gonna like totally undermine like what doctors and scientists and like what people who put this medication together are like totally saying like come on destiny there are certain conversations around this that i like makes me want to quit streaming i guess i'll say it maybe there's a lot of young people here are retarded ass me fucks here he's such a valley girl oh my gosh like the reality is is that i'll tell you this this is just like a life fact this is just, I, don't, I don't know how else to tell you other than you'll learn when you get older you cannot judge a relationship based on a three or four minute fight if you think you can it's because you're retarded full stop well then i guess i'm retarded like i said there are way more look if you don't if you don't trust me type in go to youtube and type in zach stacy i'm gonna give you the spelling on it too throwing woman into tv let me see i'm gonna tell you how long that video is Uh, yeah, 
that video, so if you type in Zach Stacy, uh, spelling Z as in zebra, A, C as in cat, Zach, and then last name Stacy, S, T, A, Y, okay, and you type into the YouTube search engine, Zach Stacy, throwing woman into TV, the first thing that's going to come up is Channel 10, Tampa Bay. And it's going to show a one minute and 40 second clip of Zach Stacy tossing around his um, baby's mom like she's a rag doll. And if you're going to tell me that I can't take that to have a better understanding of the relationship dynamic that they have, then I think that you are just grossly mistaken, Destiny. I don't know. I just like, I feel like I totally like need to get back to my screen. Wait, did I, um, (laughs) Uh, I like totally lost my spot. So now I have to like, oh my gosh, I like totally lost my like spot and I don't want to, okay, no, it is a different video. Let me, here we go. Commercials, please. Like, please. That's it. You just can't. You can't. You have no f- idea. There are so many types of fights where once you get more information, you're like, oh shit, okay, I understand this. Or wow, I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense why this person. Like, you can't. You can never, ever, ever on like a two, three, four minute thing just evaluate on on shit like this. Like, you just you can't do it. You can't do it, telling. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like this guy. Remember, Nessie, most of these morons were primed by Hassan. Oh, sure. Well, in that case, I'll give you Hassan's take. Well, while Stephen Crowder is a conservative, and here you can see them living their real values, keeping their wives locked up at home and f- miserable all day, even though she's pregnant, he's making her do all these f- things. Ah! And Stephen Crowder's evil because he's a conservative. There you go. That's your, your Hassan take. Okay. <laughs> So as long as we don't see someone beating his wife, we can't make any judgments. Yep, that's what, what? I said. Forever, ever, ever. So, so Destiny, I'm gonna go back because these are his words, not mine. Don't come at me, bruh. These are his words. He said out of his porcelain behind that he would need to see her get Zach Stacy'd in order to make a determination. Now, if that's not sick, I don't know what is. These are his words. Let me play it. And like I said, I don't know this man from Adam. So I and I've never threatened him to make this statement for me to produce this podcast. Okay? He did this on his own free will. Those are his thoughts and his opinions. So as long as we don't see someone beating his wife, we can't make any judgments. Yep, that's what I said. See you later forever. Never ever ever unban. Bye. Oh, okay, I guess he's trolling that guy or he like blocked him. Yeah, because that that would be really dumb. Yeah, that's true. I actually made a bad judgment once. That is true. I saw that video of um I saw that video of DJ Academics in the lobby. I thought he was hitting a woman. That shit was that clip was wild to me. I remember seeing this clip initially and I thought it looked pretty Oh wow, so he's defending this bandit? I'm telling you, these guys stay on bro code, y'all. He's he's defending 
DJ academics of all people. Talk about scraping from the bottom of the barrel. Of all people, you're gonna you're gonna defend DJ like. Oh, listen. If I was an ex one, I couldn't do it. Like to me, if I'm gonna defend someone, I would defend like John F. Kennedy or. I don't know, like the first person to land on the moon, like the first man to land, Lance Armstrong, or like, shit, even what's his name, Michael Phelps, you know, but DJ Destiny, come on. I think it looked pretty insane for Big Egg, but apparently the full story, and you can definitely see it born out here, was that I think he came out of a show with that girl with the red hair, and this is his current, or his was girlfriend, she jumped this chick to fight her <laughs> he had to he had to pull her off but he's saying like bro we're in miami we're not doing that hood shit here Fuck off and that's what she was trying to do she was trying oh to- but he did hit her though and what that's supposed to be his girlfriend like y'all you <sighs> i think that us women we are the ones that want to believe there's a prince charming but I, there's nothing romantic or me appealing for me to jump into another relationship where you're supposed to be my quote unquote man. And like the body, if you get a chance to watch this video, the one that he pulled up, cause he also, he um, likes to use the Googler like me. So he typed in DJ AKA and then K is in kebab. Um, lobby woman and the first video that comes up it says video surfaces of DJ academics which is grammatically misspelled but I'm not surprised he probably that's based on his fourth grade reading level which he never surpassed so it says video surpasses I mean <laughs> surfaces of DJ academics involved in a heated altercation and at the 15 minute mark you can see that he's like his body language like that's not how you talk in my opinion okay Maybe some people are into that stuff. And obviously this is his ex-girlfriend, so she wasn't she wasn't with the shits either. Like you're gonna be ugly and aggressive? No, pick a struggle. So in that context, like, oh okay, this makes way more sense. And you can even see as soon as he disengages here, she's ready to go back at it. And she goes to smack her again, yeah. So like, yeah, so I so initially when I saw this girl, I was like, damn, bro, you can't be, you can't like have a girl against a wall. And this, this bothers me too, because I don't think he understands the reach of his, um, his channel. He has 651,000 subscribers and this is an opportunity. But again, it's like, I, once I understand they're incapable of even thinking on this level, this is not the time to condone violence towards women. This is not the time to condone domestic violence. And so this is not the time for you to bring this up and try to make it seem like, oh, there are so many lines. Like, you are, in essence, co-signing on people being aggressive with pregnant women or just women, period. That are like that in a hotel. You're crazy. But then getting the more context, like, oh, okay, yeah. Not to say that anything is necessarily good or bad, but I'm just saying, like, holy shit, more context can. And to me, it's like, sir, pick a side. He's riding the fence. Like, that have to make your dick hurt. Like, you're riding the fence. Pick a side, stop straddling the fence, and make a decision. 
But and even if he does make a decision, it's like he's choosing to forgive all the stuff that you know these guys are the behaviors they're exhibiting. Let me let this man finish talking. I'm at the 11 minute mark. Um, it's a 20 minute, one minute video, and then as soon as I'm done with this. I'm going to go make some tea and take one exam and take my ass to bed. Completely changed the, the, the way that you view a fight. I just don't understand why you're being so charitable to a guy who literally thinks women are second-class citizens. No shit, he is going to treat her like trash and force her to do chores while sitting and smoking in front of her. Because you fucking retard. It doesn't count as being charitable when you're only charitable to the people that you would suck. Do you understand that? You don't get points for being charitable to your parents, to your siblings, or to your friends. That's just called being a normal human being. Being charitable to somebody usually implies that you're going above and beyond to be objective and to try to be fair to a person that you might otherwise not be incentivized to be fair to. You don't get bonus points for being charitable to people that you like. Obviously, I don't like Steven Crowder, and it wouldn't surprise me if more context reveals that he is an abusive piece of shit. That could be the case, but that's, there's not enough here to say it. There's not enough here to say it. I can think of 50 million situations. And he is so contradicting himself too because, listen, sometimes I, even I don't even like how much I analyze what people are saying. I listen to what the fuck you were saying. You just said that you didn't have enough on a three minute video, okay? You didn't have enough on a three minute video to make a decision. And then you proceeded to pull up a video a three-minute video of DJ Academics with his ex-girlfriend to try to make that a whole to XY explain away what we were seeing with Steve Crowder. That would explain why he's acting the way that he is here. It happened with Pokemon. It happened with Amaranth, where more information could come out and completely eighty your view on things. I'm not saying that Crowder's in the right. I'm just saying you don't have enough information. You, you know what we should do? Wait, is this movie public domain? We should just watch this movie. Where is this guy? Oh, yeah, 12 Angry Men. I watched that. Um, I watched it both in high school and freshman year of college because I took, um, like, the theatrical movie production um, type stuff. Like, you have to look at the literature. 12 Angry Men is a really good movie, y'all. It is your old school black and white and i actually like no cap y'all low-key nerd i probably will watch it this summer i could see myself just go making my tea or probably what i'll do is make my tea like at night and then ice it so it's chilled like on a nice hot summer night and just watch it again with a different i will probably do a review on it 12 angry men let me i'm gonna put it on my notepad here Anyways, it's on his um, screen. I don't. Maybe he's trying to look something else up. But is this a, is this public domain yet? Yeah, that movie's from um, 1957, and it says um, directed by Sidney Lumet, adapted from a 1954 teleplay. And it explores many techniques of consensus building and difficulties encountered in a process among this group of men whose range of personalities add to intensity and conflict. The jury members are identified only by number. No names are revealed in exchange of dialogue at the very end. The film forces the audience to evaluate their own self-image through observing their, their personalities, experiences, and actions of the jurors. Okay, so I can see where he's going with this because 
um, this, that movie is about like how, because we all like, for example, obviously I like to think, and I do take pride that I am woman identified. Right. And, and I wasn't always like that. I, I think back to when I used to wear my cape and used to be more like male identified and take a man's perspective. Like, yeah, he should, I'm, I'm exaggerating here, but he should beat the F out of her. Of course, she should be working until she's three days pregnant, you know, about to give birth in three days. She should be doing 50-50. She should be cooking, cleaning, and you know, whatever I said in the last video or whatever. But now it's like, wait a minute. I love being a woman. Let me stand up for myself. Let me stand up for other women. Let me share my perspective. And we are different. And so that shapes. And even uh, I've talked about this a little bit too. This is an interesting movie that he's going to pull up. So it, it shows that he has a little bit more intelligence than I think other people do. Because I think other content, male content creators wouldn't even dare to make that connection between 12 angry men. And where he's about to make, like, looks like he's going to take this argument. And so... I've talked about this sometimes too because I understand like when I say I grew up in Southern California, kind of like low-key granola valley girl, you know, and my experiences with interracial um, relationships and I feel like even growing up in a conservative, like orthodox, strict Christian upbringing, you know, and the, the family dynamic and that, that, those things shape how I view things. And so with that movie, because there's 12 jurors, you know, some of them had different backgrounds and they were saying like, well, maybe this person did this because this, you know, where I'm from, you can't call people stuff like this or do something. And it's like, oh, so you hear them kind of all starting to see how from different angles, it can mean something different. So I will, I will give him that, that this, that's, that's a good argument. I really, y'all, low-key, nerd part of me, I want to watch this movie. And knowing me, I probably will watch it instead of studying for my, my state exam. <laughs> no, but I need to take one exam tonight, and then I have two more days to study, so. It is public domain? All I'm saying is it's possible. All I'm saying is it's possible. Why do you think they only have one car? I really don't understand that given how loaded he is. They might only have one car because he's an abusive piece of shit that tries to isolate his wife from everybody else and keep her locked in the house. Or they might only have one car because they have two cars and the other car's in the shop. I don't f know, do you? You probably don't know either. Have you read the article yet? No, we're about to. Exclusive, blah, blah, blah. okay. Conservative media host and commentator Steven Crowder can be seen on a ring camera video berating his wife, Hillary, who was at the time nearly eight months pregnant and demanding that she handle medicine for his dogs that she was concerned was toxic to pregnant women. In the video, he snaps at her to put on her gloves to give his dogs medicine, walk the dogs, and otherwise perform wifely duties as she is clearly emotionally distressed. From my Yo, that wifely duty thing is what pulled me in yesterday. I was like, Wifely duty, she Towards the end of the exchange, Hillary Crowder says to her husband, your abuse is sick. He snaps at her saying, watch it, watch it. Moments later, off camera, Stephen Crowder, by his own admission, would lose control and scream at his pregnant wife in a threatening tone. I will f*** you up. Which led to 
to his, which led his wife to flee their home. In a statement sent to me by Hillary Carter's family, they say that she spent years hiding her husband's mental and emotional abuse from her family, that he lied about the circumstances around the divorce, and that he wasn't present for the birth of their children. Mm. Documentary evidence I reviewed while reporting this story backs up their assertions. The statement in its entirety is printed later on in the story. The ring camera footage documenting the moments leading up to the moment where Stephen Crowder said, I will f*** up, something that was at the pinnacle of aggressiveness in their marriage, but was also part of a pattern of emotional abuse is posted in full at the top of this post in detail later on. Why didn't they include footage of that? Why would you... Destiny is never this charitable to trans people? I'm... <laughs> He's distraught, y'all. <laughs> You know why I want to get on gear? It's because I just want to go to the gym twice a day. That's all I want to do. I just want to go to the gym and pump iron all day long. Because you know what? It's better than this shit. It's better than you f***ing cucks in my chat. Nobody one-guys me at the gym, ever. Okay? He could afford to put on some muscle. I'm just saying, he's kind of like... On the cusp of becoming a low, no mass, ha muscle mass having type of guy, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. Neither Hillary nor Stephen Crowder is contending that there was physical abuse in their marriage or sexual infidelity. And in audio files and text messages I reviewed, Stephen Crowder admits to some of his faults, which include a volcanic temper repeatedly and at times regretfully. And this is disturbing because um, part of his chagrin. That's the word of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Part of Steven Crowder's chagrin was that in the state of Texas, he can file, she could file for divorce. But this is, you know, obviously listening to it again, he's talking about how it's like, well, I wasn't cheating on her and I wasn't beating her. So I don't see what the problem is. Like, we should have been able to work it out. No, he told mm. Messages I reviewed, Stephen Carter admits to some of his faults, which include a volcanic temper, repeatedly and at times regretfully. But according to sources I spoke to who are familiar with their relationship, Stephen Carter's admission often came after a sustained period of mental and emotional abuse, and he didn't seem to be able to control his impulses. This story is based on conversations with multiple sources, none of whom would speak to me unless they were granted anonymity. I also reviewed text messages, extensive audio files, and personal videos documenting the, documenting the Crowder's marriage. Hillary Crowder was not available for comment or conversation with me on more confidential terms. Two messages sent to Stephen Crowder via his website requesting comment have yet to be replied to by the time the story is published. If he does reply or comment publicly about the details posted here, this story will be updated accordingly. Crowders are married in 2012 after dating for two years and being engaged for less than a year. Hillary Crowder, Crowder filed for divorce in December of 2021 after she learned that her husband had hired a divorce attorney a month earlier. Hillary Crowder welcomed twins via C-section in August of 2021. Despite her best efforts, her husband was absent when their twins were born. Instead, he met their newborn twins later that day at the hospital. Oh. The night before she gave birth, Stephen and Hillary exchanged a series of text messages about separating. Hillary sent her husband... Okay, so he did, because remember, that really grinded my gears, y'all. Again, I feel like... But you know what? At that point, I feel like I, I will say I, I'm probably splitting hairs because he, um, he did meet his children later, but he wasn't at the birth. Because at that point, it's like, at that point, he was competing to be scum of the earth. Like, 
one of the final text messages. Stephen, I'm afraid of you and your rage. You're scary. You scare me. I want to heal things, but you have to take responsibility. Stop blaming others. Stop feeling pain and sadness only for yourself. The past weeks, rumors of their And this is my thing, too. Because um, as I'm chewing on my eyes here, it does concern me. One of the things I, I said in the previous podcast was that type of what they call volcanic um, temper, that's supposed to be a wife, a grown adult person. Children, if if he doesn't have impulse control, what do you think is going to happen when those children, when he has... When, the, when he has custody and they're scared of the dark and they wet the bed and they spill their apple juice or write crayons on his walls and spill, you know, oatmeal in his one car that he has, you know, after he came home from work, you don't think he's going to erupt and get pissed at them? You don't think he's going to get mad? You don't think, you know, there's even when you talk about like how he wanted to make her handle the medication, even though doctors and scientists and studies shows that it has adverse um, effects on pregnant women you don't think there's going to be scenarios where the children don't want to eat something you know and or could have allergies usually one of the things that was so interesting that I learned and I I learned this in this adult there was stuff that I'm allergic to um, that I didn't like when I was a child and I understand like a parent wanting to give them, you know, healthy stuff and that type of thing. Obviously, it didn't kill me, but it's like, are you going to start to gaslight them and get aggressive with them and and stuff like that? And those are children like I, I still have my concerns about his his temper. And obviously, like I said, if he's doing that with the woman, he's going to do it with children, children they're little creatures that are figuring life out. They're not the most coordinated. And, you know, force, uh. which the press had not discovered for over a year, began to spread on Twitter. On Tuesday, Steven Crowder briefly spoke about the news on his popular show, Louder with Crowder. Crowder said, we watched this. Crowder bemoaned Texas's no-fault divorce law several times in a statement. No-fault divorce laws allow either party in a marriage to get divorced without requiring a cause like abuse or infidelity. It wasn't the first time Crowder had talked about his disgust for such laws. Mm-hmm. What Crowder didn't mention was that his very private wife, who hardly appears at public events and is rarely photographed, had made a request via her attorneys that her husband had not discussed the divorce at all. Stephen Crowder dismissed that request and spoke about the divorce and their marriage for about five minutes in a clip that went viral. In a statement sent to me via email, Hillary Crowder's, Crowder's family said, Hillary is currently living alone in Dallas, apart from her family and support system in Michigan, and is focused on taking care of her young children. She's not prepared at this time to speak about her divorce, becoming public, or the misleading statements made by Stephen about their relationship. The fact is, no, oh, commercial, wait, I want to read that part. So she, is she living with her family or not? Let me see, hold on. It says, Hillary is currently living alone in Dallas, apart from her family and support system in Michigan. Oh, wow. Oh, snap. So she doesn't have her family and support system, which kind of explains to you guys. I talked about how I, I, I thank my lucky stars that I lived to see this side 
of the spectrum of, of life. But I feel bad for her because even back in 2012, there's this whole stigma about like what it means to be married and the title that comes with it. And you don't want to have a failed relationship under your belt. And it talks about, they talk about how she was fighting so hard to uphold his persona and make it seem like everything was fine. And so I really hope that part of the issue is not that her parents are kind of like faulting her for um, the failed relationship, you know, and part of it could just be finances too, you know, and if as long as she's can do good by herself, you know, with the, with the kids and everything, and I imagine she probably has a little bit more means to kind of navigate through that a little bit. I would say even if I had a husband and I had children, absolutely like I, I forgot to tell y'all I got to talk to my nanny um f- for the first time um was it a couple weeks ago and so she was telling me like how she used to take care of me because my mom used to have a nanny when I was they had like a nanny and housekeeper of course with me with being the firstborn and then once we had more siblings then you know she became more of a stay-at-home mom and type of thing and, and that lifestyle just went out the window for for a little bit but for the most part for my like the rest of my childhood but yeah it was so cool and so now she had she had three boys and she has like I think is it like eight grandkids and so like she's so sweet oh my gosh like I know that she really loved and took care of me so much and my mom always told me stories and showed me pictures of like when we were little and stuff like that but she um I was so doted on when I was a little one but I think it was good too for my mom you know, especially for her firstborn, and and she was still she was working as a principal at the time, and so it allowed her to still kind of explore, you know, enjoying working with with college students, and um, and still being able to you know just come home to me just and oh I have so many good stories from that too, but you could tell she was so sweet. But I say all that to say like I wouldn't be an Back then, even when I said I wanted five kids, like I I knew I would have wanted to have like uh, for sure some assistance with taking care of the kids at home um, and or a housekeeper. So yeah. let's keep playing this. Well, what the source is probably what like three or four people. Like how many people could that be? You're already basically. I don't know. There's, it just seems it seems weird for them to allude to text messages, audio files, personal videos over and over and over and over again, and then not source or cite any of it. Like, look, we have a whole block quote here. We have a whole block quote here from what Crowder said on his show. Why do we need this? I don't know. He just contradicted himself because he's saying like, oh, we have all these people who supposedly said stuff and they're not cited. And then they cite the person who's in the video doing the bullying and cite a whole paragraph of what he said. And he's like, well, why do we need this? Uh, if he if you didn't cite a whole paragraph of what Steve Crowder said, then you'd be like even more going off like, oh, they didn't even get his opinion or his side of things like contradicting yourself my guy i don't know i'm not the biggest fan of destiny but if y'all want to be you know i don't know i think what i noticed about myself is that 
as I'm transitioning from like whatever I was going through in terms of my perspectives on dating, it's like I'm transitioning very quickly from, you know, black male worshiper to peen wielder worshiper. So now that I don't just worship, you know, black men, I'm not just going to worship an XY or a peen wielder just because he has a dick and because he has white skin. Now, we're not doing that. Like, either you're going to be a man of principle and a value morals. I, y'all, I told y'all, like, the circles, like, the people I allow. If I told you who I met over the weekend, yeah. But I feel like um, there are so few and far between. And sometimes I feel like it could be even injustice because even, like, for myself, we all want to feel like, oh, I met that one good guy and it's usually that one one that gets you got right so i'm just very careful about that but i'm not i'm not gonna hop out of a a boiling pot into a frying pan and go from like worshiping black men to worshiping white men to just worshiping men like nah you gotta have the values you gotta have the morals you gotta have character i understand they're gonna be few and far between but i'm not just going to just all willy-nilly just be like oh destiny has he has a white dick so then therefore you know like i like i said i'll give him a little bit of of credit like that 12 12 angry men correlation that that's pretty good that that's pretty good correlation i think that's and he can read too like at least he read the article whereas usually when you're listening to other like xys and stuff they'll just kind of um keep repeating the same stuff over and over and over and they're not pulling up data data or pulling any other outside sources and stuff like that at least the guy was trying to connect the dots but i'm not gonna worship him for that like he needs to do way better than that to to impress me oh there's a song somebody had set uh, his cited it but it's like um i think it was from shania twain and she's like so you think you're brad pitt that don't impress me much um Something's like in the cold, lonely night that don't impress me much. So night Twain, hold on. The last few minutes that don't impress me much. So you think you're da 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 da. We're gonna play this for the last two minutes. After this post means commercial. Damn, Shania Twain be. Putting back-to-back commercials at the beginning of her music video. Me much. Uh, 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 but darling, got the touch. But don't get me wrong, and then you're alright. But that won't get me wrong in a long, long line. That don't impress me much. 
Yo, I used to jam to this, like, I'm not sure if she's racist anymore, but. That don't impress me much. Uh, 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 so yeah. But haven't got the touch. But that made me wrong. All right. But 